Well, hey there, this is Jim, and I was just thinking. So I'm doing something a little different this time. I'm recording inside my house. Yes, I know. Normally, this is done on a run or a walk or some sort of exercise. But for today, I'm going to be recording it while I sit here and sip on a nice warm cup of hot cocoa. Having a not unusual day for uh, early December, which means it's cold, which means you need something warm to drink. And my drink of choice when I want something warm to drink is always hot cocoa or hot chocolate, whatever you want to call it. Same thing. Mm-mm. Love it. In fact, a little bit of a side trip here. Um, I actually prefer hot chocolate to coffee. If I had to give up one or the other, it would be hands down I would give up coffee. Now, I'm not giving up coffee any day, any day soon. But uh, if I had to, hypothetically, right? Coffee would get the heave-ho. Love hot cocoa. I drink hot cocoa in the summer. I mean, I never stopped drinking this stuff. Drink less of it when it's 90 degrees out, but uh, um, I still drink it all year round, so I love it. Anyway, um, today. So I've started a new workout program. So I have this option because I have a fancy Garmin watch that allows me to take advantage of not one, not two, but three different coaches. So I've tried two of the three coaches out so far, one of them being Coach Galloway. Um, Well, I'm trying out the female coach this time. Her first name is Amy, and she's got a hyphenated last name. And yeah, if I were being a good podcaster, I would have looked her name up. Um, so I would remember it, but, um, this is actually more, uh, more truthful because yeah, okay. I would have remembered it for the show, but honestly, if you had asked me, uh, you know, three hours later, I would have forgotten it again. Um, I know her name is Amy and she has a hyphenated last name. Good enough. She's the only woman coach on Garmin. So she's, she's not, she's not hard to find if you're looking back there. Anyway, um, because of the way my training has been going, uh, I decided, you know what, let's do what we always do when uh, training starts to go south or it gets stale, and that's let's shake it up. Let's do something different, all right? Let's uh, create some new neural pathways in your brain. Let's make you think again. So that was the uh, the genesis, I suppose, uh, to... Uh, trying this new uh, training plan out. I don't have a race that I'm training for, although I have told the algorithm, which is all these things really are. It's just an algorithm. Uh, You plug your data into, and then based on what you do, it tells you what you should do. So I plug my stuff in, and this is going to have me in half marathon shape on May the 1st. Again, with COVID and all things COVID, there are already a lot of races that are 
postponing or canceling for the spring already. Uh, in fact, where was I that I just saw this? Um, oh, yeah, um, our local St. Patrick's Day parade. They've already canceled it. Um, I mean, it's three months away. I mean, they've already canceled it. Um, I mean, I understand that because there's a lot of planning that has to go into it. And do you really want to do two and a half months of planning only to find out two and a half months from now you can't hold the, the bloody thing anyway? No, you sure don't. So I get it. But um, yeah, anyway. So this is going to have me ready to go on May the 1st. And again, I don't have a race on May the 1st. Although all things being equal and the vaccines all working and in proper supplies, um, we should be racing on May 1st. And that's right around the time that the Frederick Half Marathon happens every year. Um, I'd have to look at a calendar to see when that first uh, Saturday and Sunday are. Uh, in May. Uh, it's usually the first Saturday is when the half marathon is and they have their 5K uh, the night before on the Friday evening. So uh, we'll see. That may be an actual race that I will do uh, as part of this training. But right now I'm just training to say that I'm in really good half marathon shape on May the 1st. Whether I run a race or not is not really all that important. One of the things though that I'm noticing though is while there are some similarities between these three coaches, and there definitely are, there's also some things that make each of them unique. And one of the things I'm noticing already with Coach Amy, she's a bigger fan of speed work than the other two gents. Not to say that um, the other two coaches uh, don't have speed work involved, but she seems to like speed work a lot more. Now, it's not heavy-duty speed work, certainly. Again, these algorithms are made for everybody from your couch to half marathon to intermediate person who's already done, I don't know, like... 35 marathons and, uh, you know, at least as many half marathons. So, um, you know, training for a half marathon is not a new experience for me. But um, nonetheless, you know, they're taking it a little easy on you in the beginning. But nonetheless, this is still speed work. If I was couched to, you know, half marathon, this would be some pretty heavy-duty speed work. And I must say... All right, well, guess we'll call it a criticism. A little surprised at that. Um, um, you know, speed work is usually the thing that you do last or the least amount. You know, if you have 100% of your training, speed work is usually about 10% of it. Um, just because the risk of injury is so great when you're doing speed work, you really want to make sure you're, you're ready to do speed work when you're doing it, um, which is why I'm not so worried about it right now. But uh, nonetheless, that did kind of surprise me. Um, but so far, I have done two uh, negative split runs. And so basically what that is is you start off for a period of time or distance uh, running easy. And what that means is you are easily able to hold a conversation, which when I'm running by myself um, is usually podcast pace. Um, 
So that's, for me, probably somewhere in the 11s um, for a pace, maybe 12, but somewhere in the 11s or 12s, where I can easily talk, I'm not out of breath, I'm talking to you like I'm talking right now, except I just happen to be running. Then they have you pick it up for a shorter period of time, um, but still not at a tempo pace yet, just you're running faster. And then finally, in the last segment, is where you are running what I would refer to as a tempo pace. You can talk if you needed to, but you can't talk effortlessly, and you'd be out of breath when you were done talking. Um, So that's kind of like a tempo pace. It's not a sprint, but it's it's moving along. So uh, I've done that twice now. I did that last weekend, so last Saturday, and now I've done it again this, this Saturday. Uh, and both of these are followed by what she refers to as a tired run the following day. Uh, if this was a Galloway program, it would be a magic mile because that's what it is. Go run a mile as fast as you can um, without puking and see where you are. So that's what comes tomorrow. So uh, I just have a mile. Um, interestingly, though, um, for Jeff Galloway, Jeff Galloway's algorithm uh, builds in a warm-up and a cool-down. This one does not. It just go run a mile as fast as you can without getting uh, a side stitch and or puking. Uh, And for those of you who don't know what a side stitch is, congratulations. You've never run that hard. (laughs) Side stitches are not fun. So uh, that's what I got planned. But so far, it is going particularly well. Uh, and I think the reason it is going particularly well, and I almost hate to say this and give my wife credit for this, but uh, I'm going to be an honorable person about this and say, you know what? It's this darn body uh, pump stuff that I've been doing. Uh, I may have mentioned that previously. I don't remember what I've mentioned, where I've mentioned it, um, whether it was here or on another show that I do. Um, but I've been going for about six weeks now to this thing called body pump. And basically what it is, it's, it's high interval training. All right. Um, and you work every single muscle system, but you do a lot of squats. You do a lot of lunges. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, your other body systems, but definitely squats and lunges are the things that I I think are probably aiding um, my running. Um, Because I know for certain that I've always been kind of weak in my glutes and my hamstrings. Those have always been kind of weak. And I know that after I've done a particularly long run, because I feel it in my quads, because obviously my quads are doing all the work. Um, Well, of course, with all of the lunges and squats, that part of my body is getting a little bit uh, more in shape, and so now I find that I can actually run faster and for longer periods of time. So uh, it's pretty darn cool. So only doing that one uh, one day a week, uh, and we're just seeing where that goes. Um, but so far, yeah, if, if I had to put my finger on what the thing that actually is making the difference, I think that is the thing that is making the difference. All the squats and lunges uh, that we're doing. And I think the instructor said, by the time 
the hour is up. You have done a thousand reps for every muscle system. That if you do all of it, if you you know you don't cheat and you do everything that you're supposed to be doing and you follow the instructor, um, you know your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, your biceps, your triceps, your shoulders, your chest, your back, everything. It's all done a thousand reps. So uh, that's uh, that's no mashed potatoes. So there you go. So that's where I am with my training so far. Um, I'll uh, keep you apprised of where things are. And uh, I think I will end here and go back to my lovely cup of hot cocoa. And uh, until we speak again, folks, you have a pleasant day.